At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Coconut. Off, off university. What, Little um, gas station. That's on campus? Nah, it's uh. I don't even know what the hell university is. You know is. Nash Street? No, I don't know the name of nothing. What's it by? Uh, I'll be sounding, uh, I'll be sounding. You know where Scooters is? The record store? Scooters, yeah, yeah. It's just right down. Like, if you was headed toward the university, uh-huh. Scooters on your left, uh-huh. that next little intersection is Nash Street. Okay. And then, boom, Coconuts right down on your left, little gas station. Got, I got the Bulldog in front of it? Yeah, it does have a Bulldog in front of it. Got an uh, icy um, whatever. Yeah, a little, uh, what, they sell the daiquiris out of? Yeah, that's that's the station you're talking about? That's it. That's Coconuts? That's Coconuts. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Man. Yeah. Imagine, Sounds- amazing how we put that into... Soundcheck's good. My and, eyes, huh? And that's a good open. <laughs> that's a good open. <laughs> the How to Get to Coconuts. How to Get to Coconuts. Oh, boys and girls, welcome you to Porch Talk. It's your host, Alan, and I've got the Arkansas Batman. This is the TC3 experience. I told him he was famous. He told me that he was infamous. This is Tyler Copeland. How you doing? I'm great, man. How are you? Dude. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is a beautiful day. Beats the hell out of Saturday, doesn't it? Or is that Friday? Friday. Friday. Well, you could I say guess Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Does it hit Aftermath, us? Aftermath, right? Yeah. That was awful. Yeah, shout out to those people. Hope they get the. But I've. A lot of fundraising been done. Shit, yeah, man. But it ain't but a drop in a bucket compared to having your whole life torn apart by a tornado. True. I don't know. Maybe you could rip my shit apart and then. Give me a million dollars, I'll be all right. Yeah. Well, some people are, like, a lot more sentimental than others. True. I don't put a whole lot of value in, like, things. I don't either. Life. Life is where your value is. So if I don't die and I can make a million dollars because of it, I'm going to be a happy man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I get that. You can take every one of these bricks off this house and throw this shit clear across the state. I don't go down. (laughs) I don't. Well, dude, uh, this is kind of an untapped. So we do an untapped in vinyl. That's with Monk. Listeners of the show, you know it. It is a it's a beer show. It goes along with the beer app that you can download. You can play along. You could add me, and you can uh, see what beers mm. I've drank can and I, what I rated them. Can I play them. along? I want to do this. Yeah, it's the untapped app. Untapped app? Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. Where did you discover said app? Through Monk. Untapped. What is the premise of the app itself? Uh, it's a craft beer app. And so, like, uh, you know, it's kind of like you check off each craft beer that you have, and then you rate it from one to five. five and then, like, beans. you and I are friends, and I get on there, and if you were curious about a beer, you'd say you saw it at Coconuts. Yeah. He's like, I wonder if Alan had it. Dude, he gave it a one. It must be shit, you know? Oh, See wow, what I'm saying? yeah. So it's a, it's a way for, like, craft beer drinkers to kind of connect. And then, and then it also helps me not buy bullshit beer. There you go. Okay. But you, as someone you trust, like we wouldn't, we wouldn't trust Jake. No, Jake's not. No, he has a peanut butter and jelly palate. 
Facts. So, I mean, you'll have to listen to the Mississippi Superman show about that. We had a rant, uh, which I guess comes out Wednesday, about um, me and Tyler are uh, IPA drinkers. We we enjoy a good IPA. A good craft beer in general. I drink a porter. Yeah, I will too, for sure. But I'm having I'm having trouble with this one. Not good? It reminds me of... Let me try it again. It kind of wears on you too now. It gets better. I hope so. It's very Stella Artois. I I see that. So what we're drinking... And I'm not a fan of Stella's. This is the Sweetwater Brewing Company. Uh, It is their blue. So they say it's smooth, fresh, all natural, and bright. 4.6 alcohol per volume. So uh, it's kind of like an all-day IPA by Founders. This is definitely a pool beer, what I would say. I give it a three and a half out of five. I, don't I, th- I disagree. Think it, with I think it it's a, a great warm-up. A pool beer, but it's just. What's it like for you? Flavor. Yeah, I mean, high, it's kind of bland. I need high intense flavor, so I'd give it a two and a half, maybe. Okay. Maybe a two. See what I'm saying? Ain't this untapped stuff fun? Yeah, but I, I just don't want to. I don't want to give it too low because it's not terrible, but I don't want to give it too high because it's not great. They ain't but one beer I gave and one, and I can't remember the name of I it. That's like, how forgettable it was. Oh wow, that sounds awful. <laughs> took one sip, and you I was don't like, "Remember what it is?" No, but if I get on that app, I'll be able to tell you. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, last time I take advice from that person on beers. God awful. Ugh. I need to remember this. This email address—it's my new uncultured swine email address, but I haven't put it on anything. I'll do that on my. This will be my untapped address. All right. So. Yeah, we'll have to hook up on that. Oh, I know we plugged it a little bit the last time that we got together, but the uncultured swine—that is a show that you're wanting to do. Yeah, it is. I think I think it would be fun. So is uh is that going to be tied to? Is that going to be separate? Away from. Jake, or is that going to be like your own project, or how's that going to be? I would like for it to be yes. I think that would be. I, I think it would be fun to start over because I, I don't really have the means necessary to get all the clips and all the shit. that's of me. It's still of. It's still his, right? Right. It's his show, so it's his clips, and I, I just don't feel like I have anything. To give to the world that's not already been given. I feel that. But I would like to be able to share my my side of the shit. Or his, too. Everybody's. I would like to be able to just post it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm sure I have a circle that's different from his circle that will also appreciate the show. That uh, That's definitely like one thing I like, especially since Jake has kind of put me more on board with his show. Right. And I think it's good like just cross-pollinating because uh, some of my listeners will migrate over there but they'll only listen to the man up show if i'm on it right and so like if i'm coming a stable well they'll become a fan of that show you know? absolutely yeah i mean I, been on and the so conversation much. is different like when i'm on and or when you're not on or when wes is on it's like we all kind of bring some kind of an energy you know that's that's a fact like with jake being gone was a whole nother energy. I enjoyed that right? episode. It was good. It was good. And then him coming back for that Wednesday episode was also a good episode. It was a great episode, yeah. You know, it's kind of like you take something away. Take something away. It's like playing football, right, without Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah. And you win the game anyways, and then you come back, and then he's in the game, and you win again, right? It's like yeah. just kind of refreshing yeah. to not have them. It's like, man, I don't want to put up with your shit today. All right, I know I can do it without you, but I'd like to have you. So I mean, I like the uh, I like the poker idea I pitched to y'all. Yeah, I like that too because I'm a huge poker fan. So I didn't know I didn't know y'all got down like that. West said he likes to play. I definitely get down like that. So, dude, I wanted to bring up something cultural and kind of see how you felt on this. I I, I read it and I laughed. Okay. So we're moving CNN and uh, a couple other, uh, maybe even New York Times, put out an article over the weekend. I wanted to read it to y'all yesterday and see what y'all thought. I, I thought it was very comical that uh, the new, this is co- what they call digital blackface. If you are a white person or anyone who is a non-person of color, like let's just say I use the Hannibal Burris gif or a meme to describe the way that I feel about something. Right. That is me wearing digital blackface. Are you shitting me? That is what has been said. That is cockamamie bullshit. Ain't that something? Holy crap. Like we're making everything racist now. It's like, and when you have a normal conversation with someone of a different ethnic group, when does this ever come up? It doesn't. Dude, I use so much... What'd you call it? Say that one more time. Uh, a GIF? No. Memes? Oh, what'd you call it? Oh, digital blackface? I use so much digital blackface, if that's what they're calling it. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the people that you're, you're putting on is going to be Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Animal Burris. Just, I mean, really, really, really funny black people. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. They're not funny because they're black. They're funny because they're funny. Well, I, I would, I would, I would make this argument like uh, the greatest comedians, in my opinion, are black. You have uh, Pryor, uh, you have Chappelle, Rock, uh, Hannibal Burris, Andre. Not a fan of Pryor. Not a rich Pryor friend. Pryor seems super racist to me himself, and that 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 strikes think, a nerve. With I me. think at that time when he when he put out the album, and I think it though he was just being edgy. You think or what? Yes, I think yeah. he was being edgy. See, I see, and that's what I can never tell. Is he, is that really how he feels, or is that just him being him? Like I be me sometimes. Yeah, because I never am the way I. I'm not who I am. Right? Yeah. Sounds really stupid, but <laughs> the shit that I say is not who I am personally. It's just a character, mm-hmm. and I can come on here and just be completely normal. Or yeah. whatever. Or I can be a character. I can be a different character. It's just me being another character, I guess. Yeah. But, no, Pryor's not for me. Yeah. But one thing that is for you, uh, how did you find Burt Kreischer? How did I find Burt Kreischer? That is a... That, I don't know. I think a friend of mine, Al Lawton, I think. He shared me a Two Bears, One Cave yeah. uh, podcast clip. Of of, I think I think Tom's girl breaking his leg trying to play basketball. Oh gosh! Do you know anything about that? No, that's Years new ago. on me, dude. But uh, I didn't see, know I'm not, much. See, I'm not a Segura or a Crasher fan, but I think oh if I went to God, a live show, it man. probably would change my mind. Like I've I've tried to watch his new stand up on Netflix. It's just Bert. Yeah, you got to start at the beginning. If you don't start at the beginning, it won't be funny. What like, do you mean, like the the beginning of his it, his shit is intertwined. Ah. Uh, it's his life. So you're going from, if you start at what he did in, in 19, uh, 2020 versus what he did in 1997, it won't add up. But this guy, he, he is who they based the movie Van Wilder on. 
Really? Really. Look it up. Yes. He was the biggest partier at Florida State. Like, Rolling Stone's number one party boy in the world. Was Burt Kreischer. Was Burt Kreischer. And he's still probably the world's number one I love, like, hearing him go on other people's podcasts. Like, I've listened to a couple of uh, Two Bears in One Cave, and I heard him reference it there. Like, he's, like, working out and trying to get more healthy. But he's, like... Not to quit drinking. He wants to keep himself healthy enough to where he can continue keep to drink. drink. Yeah. And I was like, that is so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> he's committed. He's committed to getting smashed. And I love it. Because you think about, like, Jelly Roll, Little White, uh, even, like, just some of the different uh, musicians that uh, I know a lot of people in this area are into. Right now, they're working on sobriety. Really? Are there, there, I know Jelly Row is. He's trying to straighten up a little bit, take a little bit of the edge off, because he sees that it's going to shorten his life if, <laughs> if he doesn't, because he, he's a heavy guy. He is. But I he mean, has been losing weight. Is that what's going to shorten his life, or is the fact that he's 400 pounds going to shorten his life? I think, a little, I think it both plays in, right? Maybe. But have you ever met somebody who does nothing but drink alcohol? They don't gain any weight. That's the point. <laughs> Smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol, I mean, then your liver dies, but... I mean, what what other shit does he have going on? You yeah, know what I mean? True. That's what that's why I look at it. If you're 400, 500 pounds, you got more going on than just your drug and alcohol abuse. Yeah, it's kind of like the last on. the last uh, podcast I heard uh, Jelly Row on. He was talking about it's kind of a Burt Kreischer thing, to where when he's on the road touring, uh, he's done hired a personal trainer to go on the road with him, to not only monitor what he eats, but to make sure he's exercising properly. All right. Well, that's dope. I think if if you can afford that, hell yeah. I can appreciate people wanting to be in good health. I want to be in good health, but I just don't have the I don't have the motivation to stay going to the gym. I don't either. I, something's got to give though, dude. Because like I've uh, just over the past couple of years, I've put on some pounds, man. Same. I'm not I fluctuated. Happy, not happy about it. I fluctuated probably the same body for the last ten years. I'd say since I was probably twenty five. Yeah, I could say that pretty easy. I fluctuated ten pounds. For ten years, that ain't bad, but yeah, I, I, I work an active job, very active job, and I always have, and I think that intertwined with my rock star lifestyle, mm-hmm. <laughs> just going out and drinking and not eating and puking up my liver every chance I get. You think that has something to do with it? I, mean, I don't really know. Possibly. I wanted to read something to you. I think it's something that we both can connect with. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see. Pull them up. Service is a little shoddy out here. Oh, uh, you need some Wi-Fi, dog? Mm. You want it? My own Wi-Fi? Yeah. Absolutely. Pull up uh, Kanye West Instagram. Kanye West Instagram. Wanted to read this for all the folks. In case y'all missed it, I'm not a Kanye West apologist, but I will say I think he just turned a corner. Really? How <laughs> so? Uh, his last post about Jonah Hill. Well, I love Kanye West's music. I told you this last. I do too. Week, I do right? too. I love. I love his music. I, I love him as a producer. I like the uh, the Man on the Moon project he did with Kid Cudi. I like the gospel record he made. Oh you know? hell no! Watching Jonah Hill and Twenty One Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> It's the only post he has on on. He deletes everything. 
Oh, really? He'll, and that'll be gone in a few days. So like he I, only has one post up at a time on Instagram. Well, every now and then he'll have a few more. He does that with his tweet, too, but he's, he's locked off Twitter for now. He is? He he went a little hard on the anti-Semitism on Twitter. Okay. It says but, no one should take anger. No one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite without uh, knowing Jesus is a Jew. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. How about that, man? What the fuck? Ain't that great? What an idiot. I can't tell if he's trolling or like if he's if he's being. I just I I think he's I, he's just crazy. He's definitely crazy. <laughs> He's a genius, and every genius is some crazy. Yeah. He's a flipping genius. Yeah. I'd, I'd never listened to Kanye West up until, like, heard him, but I never listened to him. Mm-hmm. That, do you get my... Same, dude. Like, uh, the only thing I was really familiar with of his back in the day was, like, Gold Digger, and it was because it was on the radio yeah. all the time, and I was like, yeah, it's good. It hits... And then I had a roommate while I was living in Mobile was a huge Kanye West fan and like really took me through the discography. And I was like, ain't nobody really quite like him. He's like no. next level. Did you hear the Black Skinhead song? Mm-hmm. What the hell? It's great. That is great. But it's also like so truthful. Yeah. There's so much truth in the words he says. And I, I don't really know. Like I'm telling you, I haven't started listening. It's been within a month. I think I talked to you guys about it on on the Man Up show. Mm. It's it's been within the month that I really started listening to his shit. I'm just like everybody talks so bad about him, it kind of makes you want to check him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely, I'm just kind of like doing my research. And as far as a music musical talent, Homeboy is a genius. Yeah, but he is insane in the membrane. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with him. I don't think I'd want to hang out with him. I wonder how much of that like has to do with like the Kardashian family. It seems like every, it looks like Blake Griffin might have been the only one that came. Did like, he make it in full circle though? Well, he was dating one of them for a while, and it seems like he came out all right. I don't think he's all right. See, I don't think he's all right. And think man. about uh, Bruce Jenner now, Caitlyn Jenner. He was involved with that for a while. Now he don't even know what gender he is. He is. He's a Jenner. He's a Jenner <laughs> gender. That's what he is. He's a he's a lady. Yeah. He's absolutely a lady. Beautiful lady. He's a sweet, beautiful lady with a ding dong. Somebody sent me this, uh, uh, I guess, reel on Instagram. Uh, They were playing golf with him, Uh her. And it's like, how's it feel to uh, not be able to take a piss in the woods anymore? Shit. And he looked back and he said, who says I don't? Yeah, right. Nice. Does he still have a weenie? A weenie wong? I don't know. Uh, No, I don't know either. But if he doesn't, I know plenty of women have to stop on the side of the road and take a piss. So he can piss in the woods all he wants to. She wants to. That's right. They want to. Yeah. I'm with it. I don't really care. It don't bother me. I don't either. I like fucking with my wife about it. Like how, oh, that's so gross. Oh, what a F.A. Yeah. And it's just like, she's just like, you're such an asshole. I don't really care. Yeah. It don't bother me at all. It's a buddy of mine here in Starville. He put up a post. He was talking about I'm going to have him on the show again if he wants to open up and talk about it. But he's been working on something for the past three years as far as, like, the dating pool in Starville versus Austin, Texas versus Toronto, Canada. What? Yeah. And so it's it's been a really interesting study, and he's shared a lot with me, like, personally. I'm not going to go into, like, details on that. But uh, from what he posted was – 
he was going in like a year ago. He said 90% of the people I've tried to get involved with in this town uh, is very superficial. And he says, I, I'm still working on how much of it has to do with Southern hospitality versus actually coming out with instead of a bless your heart, but actually being honest with me yeah. and not playing with me. I think bless your heart means fuck you in, in Southern charm. It I does. Believe, right? It does. Yeah. So uh, he's been working through that. And with that post, he shared that he had been reading Jordan Peterson. And then nobody actually seemed to read what he said when he got to Jordan Peterson, who's that Canadian psychologist. Yeah, yeah. What did he say? He's just been reading 12 Rules for Life and how he, how that really impacted the way that he views the world. He thought it was very great advice, and then people was like, you had me until you said Jordan Peterson. Oh, wow. And then like he was like, what's the problem with JP? And it's like, well, he's come out as homophobic and transphobic. And then JC asked, he said, well, show me. Give me, give me a video clip yeah. or something that uh, he's written that is dead silence nothing and so all it is, is it's like we're no he's not no just like you and i uh, joking about caitlin jenner it's yeah. like we're it's just a joke right it's how you take it yeah, yeah. and but i can't control that no but and you know it's weird because just because like maybe people want to tend to hate people like jordan peterson right yeah so let him say it and then let somebody else say it who's famous for something else the exact same way and see how it's taken 180 degrees completely different. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's all in the eye of the beholder of who's saying what. Well, it depends on whose team you're on. Yeah, but, but let let somebody like, I don't know. Um, maybe a John Stewart? Maybe. Maybe a Bill Maher? Yeah. Or a Young Turk? Yeah. Or a Joe Biden? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't think he has a whole lot of cognitive control right Maybe now. Maybe not, but if those wires ever do touch again. <laughs> I heard and him, like, trying to read a poem last week, <clears throat> and I'm just going to say, bless his heart. Can my, voice, can my boy read Dr. Seuss' book if he oh, wanted to? Oh, not if he wanted to. No? Poor guy. He'd have to start over. I agree. Bless his heart. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the very best for him. Yeah. In a car ride. Or a plane. Oh, them steps are hell. Oh, boy. Or a bicycle. I don't know much about I don't really know much about him before he became president, honestly. I'm not a real political political uh, analyst. I don't... I don't oh, I am, dude. I'm, I don't I'm read heavy, into it. I'm I don't heavy trust into him. it. I don't, I, don't, I don't like to talk about it like on a podcast, but uh, that dude is uh, responsible for some very heinous bills that got passed. and his, He's been in politics for 53 years now. Isn't isn't that shouldn't that be a crime? His entire like working life, you know. Yeah, he's never had to do anything else. No. Shouldn't that be a fucking crime? And it seems like he's just so disconnected. Yeah. To where, like he he recently visited Selma, Alabama, and uh, like I was like curious as to to why it was during February, so obviously he was wanting to do some kind of jazz up Black History Month or uh -huh. something. Probably it's anything to do like political points, right? Yeah. Uh, and I listened to his speech, and it's like him versus a teleprompter. Really? You know, he just he he can't even read. <laughs> he gets tongue tied. Uh, no, nah, he just maybe. It's just it's sad, man. I, I could we could pull up clips after clip. I think no. I don't want to bash the guy. He's the leader of the free world. I hope the very best for him. You know.
But uh, I just wish he'd be gone. Well, maybe. To in, be fair, maybe in a year and a half. <coughs> maybe. What would it do to have somebody? I know I sound so like ignorant and maybe half stupid to say it, but have somebody honest in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Somebody who just tells you the truth, even if it's not what you want to hear. At least they'll be honest with you. No, you think we kind of already did. With who? Donald? Donald mm. J? Mm. I think he was I honest. Think, I think 60-40. I'd say 60-40. Yeah. But how far would it be to go 80-20? Like, you know what I mean? Something just... Well, I mean, like, I remember, like, some of the things he came out and said to the news. Like, the most striking thing to me was, like, during, like, his presidency. I think it was in 2018 when he said that... Yeah, we're going to be selling a whole lot of guns to Saudi Arabia. It's going to be really good for our economy. And everybody, like, mic drop is like, did he just say that out loud? That's not supposed to be said like that. I mean, might as well say it because they would have found, found out. Yeah. Things like that. Things like that is something that I don't really count on, though. You know what I mean? Like, I want you to tell the truth about other shit. What kind of stuff? Just the way the, the economical downfalls and shit like that instead of lying about shit like that yeah you know what i mean yeah like prep us for bad shit yeah they prep really us they, for the good shit really don't help that yeah they really dropping the ball right now when it comes to the economy it's not very helpful yeah like i want to know how can you help me further my future teach me how to do that yeah like don't really i don't need you to teach me just be honest with me you know what I mean? Well, I tell you, like, a real good thing is, like, there's a guy on CNBC. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with Jim Cramer? No. He's, like, their stock guy. Okay. Uh, good Twitter follow if you're on there. <laughs> uh, but Or just, you know, look him up on YouTube and, like, whatever bets he places, do the opposite, and you'll do good. Really? He's a, he's a retard. Wow. Yeah, he, he has absolutely no idea what he's, what he's doing. Maybe you toast. I don't need toast. Thank you. Also, let the fucking dog out here. All right, welcome to the podcast, Benny. Hey, Benny. Benjamin Hanna. Hmm. The dog from hell. Hell. <laughs> Could put him on the grill. Are you hungry? Hmm. I could go for some wieners. Yeah. Little, little fucker. Now you're distracting me, Benny. I think what that was was just a ploy to see who's out here. To be honest. Toast. Toast. Well, that was pretty smart of her. She's not dumb. She's not dumb at all, but she has two, three windows that are right here. I think the dog might have been getting to him. I don't know. The dog's going back in the house. Though. I would like to uh, to move away. Like uh, as far as like see him, just go back to Burke Crusher. He's coming to Tupelo Friday. Yep. Uh, who you going with? Uh, same guy who introduced me to him, actually. Perfect. Yeah. That's the way to go. Went, How many times have you seen him live? This will be my second. I went, oh. I went um, maybe in October, September, October. It's been canceled. I've had I've had three shows canceled. One rained out the night I got there. Um, How far are you willing to go to see him? I went two hours. I went to with Jackson. How far is Jackson from here? Two hours, two, three Something hours? Something like that, yeah. Not far. I mean, I'm willing to go four or five hours. It's a good. It's a good show. It's worth it. It's very worth it. I told you about the only like stand up I'd ever been to, right? And it really wasn't a stand up. I recall Steve-O. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I, I am a like really 
hungry towards like getting a true stand-up experience because like this is a question i have for you is like would you rather go to see your favorite comic or your favorite band uh at this point my favorite comic like how long ago would it been to where you would say favorite band since i've seen my favorite comic i see but the difference to me is the atmosphere um it's kind of like saying i'd rather go i'd rather watch the super bowl at home yeah right yeah then to go sit in the fucking nosebleeds and watch it third hand on a teleprompter or tv screen whatever cuz i can't see the field mhm right most likely i'm going to enjoy the concert better on track how you feel about like uh next next concert i go to especially if it's like a big one like uh if i get me some good sh- seats like down toward the stage uh-huh i already know what the band looks like what if i just spent my whole time just looking at the crowd that'd be dope <laughs> that'd be dope as hell but what do you think these other people are thinking like, like, so what is, people what, watching what, yeah what is this weirdo doing <laughs> trying to see who's flopping titties out that's what we're doing what do you mean <laughs> just people watching I, I think that'd be cool you know like I, I did a lot of that. I used to do that, like, on my lunch break. Like, uh, you know, not so much now. We're, we're getting fairly back to normal, but I would, like, take my lunch out at the park. Uh-huh. Or even, like, back when college days when I was down in Mobile, I like to go to the mall and just sit on the bench. Just but check it, people out? Just see what people are doing. What are pe- weird-ass people out what, there. What are people buying? What are people into? What what is What's going on around town? You go, know, sit, go sit in front of the like most expensive stores and see like what kind of broke usually ass shoe stores, man. People. Usually shoe stores. I want to see what people what, what kind of shoes are people buying. I've never been like a real shoe head, but like I've know. I've got a lot of shoe head friends, and I, I am interested. You know, I just tell you, I'm I'm so retarded when it comes to buying shoes. I don't even know where to go to get good shoes, like. Uh, I'm pretty much if it's if there's a shoe store in town that's where I'm going. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not going out of town to go buy <coughs> super cool shoes. I'm not waiting on a shoe drop. I'm just not. I yeah, care not, I've never been that much of a sneakerhead. You, you know, know, when they're like the Jays, the, the new Jays are coming out. Man, itch itch, scratch scratch, mm-hmm. tweak tweak. It's like okay, cool. You gonna get them? Yeah. How much? Five hundred bucks. Uh-uh. Uh, not so much. Not a player. I'm gonna pay my car off with that. Yeah. Straight. I don't need those shoes. Not that bad. I don't need to be hoofing it when I could be riding clean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's priorities, dog. I feel that. That's a thing to me. Like, priorities are all fucked up in this world. Very much. Yeah. I mean, I I go back. I think we've talked about it. It's like when we got these the COVID relief checks, <clears throat> you know, and at that time, a lot of people weren't having to pay rent, weren't having to pay student loans, and... You know, they were going out and buying PlayStations, barbecues, TVs. Like, dude, what? Why don't you? Yep. In, why don't you? If invest, put it back for a rainy day. What are you mm. blowing it on silly shit? If we invested it. I shit the bet on that one. Good thing I didn't invest it. I went and bought all the Dogecoin I could buy at one Did point. You? Yeah, and I, you know, it's funny because I bought it at at point. Zero. Oh, I did well to the eighth power eight, right? Yeah. So, so um, I think I bought, I don't know, fifty bucks worth. I, had a, he, I, I did. I, I I multiplied my money by ten. I went. Yeah. Well, when mine touched sixty-two cent, was it sixty-two cent? That's when I got out. Okay, but that's a big multiplier. Yeah, but I'm so stupid that it started going up, and I didn't buy more. I bought it at literally eight zeros eight. 
Yeah. Point eight zeros. So and by the time eight. it hit sixty two, I mean that fifty bucks is substantial Jesus. money. Oh, it was. But if, if I'd have kept going, because I thought it was bullshit. Like the only reason I bought it was it, bullshit. My brother goes, my brother goes, hey man, I'm getting into GameStop. I was, I was like, in the stonks too. I was like, okay, that's I got dope. into that AMC run. You got in it? I got on the GameStop I, run. I didn't get in it because I didn't believe it. I didn't trust it. But he was like, I need you to uh, get the Robinhood app. And I want you. Robin Hood did that shady shit to where they were locking people out yeah. to where you couldn't sell. They were making you hold it. <clears throat> that was that bullshit. But it what was. he did, he just wanted me to sign up. He wanted me to sign up so he, so get that he $10. could get that $10 and he could put it towards GameStop. Yeah. I was like, cool. He had $200 in GameStop. By the time GameStop hit its peak, he could have sold. I think he had purchased $300 in GameStop, I believe. Mm-hmm. Maybe more, but I want to say 300 bucks. By the time it had peaked, I think he had twenty grand mm-hmm. sitting there, and he was like, "I'm waiting on it to hit the moon, man." I was like, "I hate to tell you, but it is in fucking Mars right now. Like, sell that shit. Yeah. It's gonna drop in the middle of the night when you're not ready. Yeah, sell it. You just made over twenty times. Right, just sell it. Nope." My boy came out, I think, $1,000. When he could have had way more. Yeah. Could have had 20 Dude, I, grand. I know, I know some, like, just nerd friends of mine who were watching that when all that Reddit stuff was going out. Because they called it. Like, they knew that those investors were, like, going to short GameStop. And they was like, let's all buy in and make that price jump up to where that they can't get out. And right. that's what it was. It was it was a big short. A stonk. And they called those hedge funds out. It's like... We're going to make you buy it back at a high price. Why not do that anymore, though? Well, since, we not since then, you have apps <laughs> like Robinhood and calls like that don't happen the way they do right now because the economy is in shambles. But And that and that is one of those rare times to where, like, on a political spectrum, whether you're left or right, it was like everyone came together. It was like Occupy Wall Street in 2008, kind of what we're living in right now to where – the people came together, and they were actually against the people you should be against. Right. The corporate. Yeah, corporate. for sure. And, that, and that's what that was, and that's why I loved it so much. It's like, we're all getting this bread, and like we are screwing over these hedge funds. Let's go. I think go. it's great. Yeah. And that was another thing. So so when I finally – so I, I pulled up my brother, and I held. I held the Dogecoin. I held. He's I didn't hodler. sell it at 62 cents. I sold it at 36 cents. Mm-hmm. So I made a subtotal of like two or three hundred dollars. Not bad. Not bad. At least you won. I did win, but then I went and bought Shiba Unu with it. Oof. So that two fifty three hundred dollars is now worth forty four dollars yeah. and two cents. And I currently own uh three million nine hundred and forty thousand eight hundred and eighty three point eight two Shiba Unus. Well don't uh I mean, obviously, it wouldn't make no sense to sell it now, but with the way that the economy is going, and I'm not giving recommendations, I'm not giving financial advice, but with the way that the U.S. dollar is going, let's just say what happened today, Uganda said that uh, they will no longer be buying petroleum with the U.S. dollar. They will be using the yen. So... That happened today? Yes. What is going on in the world right now? What people like? If you want to get ahead, and once again, I'm not making a recommendation. I'm, I'm not liable for your losses, but with 
Xi Jinping, the leader of the CCP, China, met with uh, Putin of Russia. They're going to back Russia. And they've also been working hard <coughs> in the Middle East on securing oil. They want to take the petrodollar away and turn it into the petro Chinese dollar. Okay. There is no way in hell that America is going to let that happen. No. But uh, people say diversify your investments with gold, silver, even land. All those things are smart. The best thing I think that a person could do right now is Shiba Inu, Doge, specifically Bitcoin. Bitcoin, there was this guy, uh, he used to be the CEO of Coinbase where you can buy like crypto. Yeah. Uh, he made a million dollar bet. On what? He says that Bitcoin is going to a million dollars in the next three months. And if it isn't, he'll buy it from you. Really? But he only made that bet with two people. Okay. So, like, you and I cannot get in on that. But that is how confident he is in the Bitcoin. And El Salvador has made Bitcoin their currency. Oh, wow. And there's another country in Africa that has done that. So, like, that is that is kind of like <clears throat> the future. Like, I do have some Bitcoin, and I buy as much of it as I can when I can. But, like, that is my primary investment. But I think, like, Bitcoin is a very safe thing to do. The, the value of it is only going to go up, uh, especially as you see the American dollar continue to be devalued by uh, inflation and what some are saying that we could enter. Like, and when these people study it, economics in school, yeah. they say that stagflation is something that can never physically happen. We are on the brink of it. How, how do they say it never can happen? Because they believe in deficit spending. Like, uh, some people uh, believe in Austrian economics, which is what I believe in. That's more of a capitalist way of looking at things. And then there is uh, monetary, uh, monetary, uh, modern monetary theory. And that is like uh, the theory of deficit spending. It's like uh, the healthcare system, the way that we do it. Uh, Let's say that it costs you $30,000 to get, I don't know, to get. some mouth work done or okay. some shit like that. Well, the government or the insurance would dish that out. Even though it didn't exist, they would make that exist. Like it. Instead of attacking Big Pharma and like going after these doctors and dentists for being so expensive and going after the root of the cause, mm-hmm. they would rather like keep that elevated price to make it unaffordable to where you have to have insurance. Right. And there are great things that exist, such as crowd health, uh, to where... You have a group of people who all give monthly to a pool, and like let's say the limit I think is anything under two grand you're responsible for. But let's say if you get diagnosed with cancer and you're looking at fifty thousand to half a million dollars worth of treatment, well, <coughs> the crowd funds your bills. So that kind of like Canadian or no? Mm-mm, that's here in America. Um, I mean, like so Canadian has free health care, right? Yeah, but how does like, that work? When how do when, you pay how when, do you pay doctors for free health care versus like what we're doing here? It ain't free health care. It's not free health care. It's a lie. Like when people compare like what the healthcare system in Europe and Canada is to here, uh-huh. it's a totally different ball game. How so? Because like, okay, you have doctors in these insurance companies. It's just like college right now, and I'll use this example, then we'll go back to the medical field. But okay. let's talk about like student loans in these colleges. <clears throat> uh colleges 30, 40 years ago was, uh, geez, like, what, 30000 or 
fifty thousand a year for like Stanford, and then back thirty years ago, it would have been three thousand probably to get your entire degree. Really? Probably. Never so, been to college. I have no idea. This is just an example, and so like the rates go up <laughs> as Big Daddy government comes in and says that they'll supplement whatever you can't afford. Right. If they would just keep out, and then you could get more on that European mindset, like to where the government can fund this because like big pharma and all this doesn't have their hands in your pockets all right. the time. Makes sense. We could totally remodel the way that we do healthcare here, but it would literally take like, that's why I like uh, AI. Uh, and I would trust an AI, like up to the point to where it'd be like, let me see that, let me see that thing. You call that a dick? You know, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm being funny, but uh, I believe like you could eliminate healthcare costs by just going, and I'm not talking about like a WebMD, maybe you go to a physical location and you see a, AI nurse or doctor and you tell it the symptom the symptoms that you're experiencing and then if it needs to look at you it can scan it with a camera and it can make an assessment and you could eliminate having to pay that doctor or whomever else yeah. and you'd never like have to worry about it what if it what if it was to short out or some kind of bullshit though and you're the one that it well and that's one thing you have to think about who who is the one that programmed it right and are they good or are they evil so now that's what you have to worry about is yeah absolutely the programmer we have people like Elon Musk that wants to put a neural chip in, in the back of your neck. What is that going to do? Well, let's say you're paralyzed. It could uh, reroute your nerve endings to where you could walk. That'd be badass. That would be. But what else could it do? Take over your brain, I guess. Possibly. If the right person, if there's someone evil running it, yeah, why wouldn't they? Or make it to where, let's say that uh, you was about to go for a drive. But, like, uh, if you thought, like, the Covidian cult was bad, just wait till you see a little bit more of this climate cult. Uh-huh. These people who obsess over climate. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, this big push toward electric cars and all this, it, it's kind of frightening to me. Like, uh, I'm not opposed to it. I think it's going to be a great alternative. I just don't think that we're there yet. I still think we're 15 to 20 years out. But let's say, like, you hop in your car to go somewhere. That's logged into the system. Right. What if it tells you you can't go? You've already driven enough this week. Or let's say your AC, you got the Nest to where you can control it off your phone. Yeah. If you look at the the rights, if you actually read the small print on that, you ain't the only one who has the rights to that unit. Really? They could control it if they wanted to. They'd be like, okay, it's going to be 80 in your house today. But you see why? What, you see what I'm saying? Why? Yeah. So that you well, ain't using, cause you, so you won't use so much energy. Uh. Now, this is like a conspiracy totally like in me like doing this but if someone evil is over that why right. wouldn't they they wouldn't mind making you suffer maybe not evil but maybe somebody that's so headstrong that they believe they're right right well yeah don't necessarily mean mean they're evil i mean look at the look at the the front runner for the the climate cult you have a like a 21 year old girl who doesn't know what the fuck she's talking like about. some kind of fucking tree hugger chick who just her name's greta thunberg what does she, what does she do she, she she doesn't she's a swedish girl who, uh, how dad are you? you? Really? You stole my dreams because you couldn't take care of the climate crisis. It's like the United States and the Western world is not responsible for this. If, if you pull everyone up, every country, the countries that are responsible for most of carbon emissions, China, India, and developing countries. It's not these oh, yeah, first world. No, uh, restrictions. Exactly. With no laws. Yeah. It's like the idea of slavery. It's like, there's more slavery in the world today than there has ever been. For sure. We just exported it to where you don't have to see it. Think about our our cell phones. 
Oh, yeah, China, our, com- our computers, our iPads, They're our tablets. Everywhere. Hell, even probably. Even your shoes, even, even your, the clothes. I imagine the, 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 the motor industry is probably the worst now. Yeah, for sure. Think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much of that shit we've sent out to Mexico and to Ecuador. What's not stopping? Wherever. Huh? I was real excited, like, uh, when Biden announced, uh, the, not this past State of the Union, but the one before, that uh, we were going to begin to create semiconductor chips because that's one thing that we really need, especially in yeah. the automobile industry. And I thought that Huntsville, Alabama, or Flagstaff, Arizona, were the two best places in the country to put it because uh-huh. there's a lot of industry like that in those areas. Right. Next thing you know, they're going to build that plant in, I think, Mexico City. So the same thing as automotive. We're not even going to give those jobs to Americans. No. They don't. They don't want to give jobs to them. Well, I mean, think about our pharmaceuticals. We don't even make our own drugs anymore. They're all made in China. Does it not make sense that that this this country's not? It's getting away from all the jobs. That way, they have their thumb on you at all times. That does make total sense. I mean, that's what that's what's happening. If there's no jobs, and we can't work. Then we have to rely on them. That's what they want. That is, yeah, right. So that's why the in the hell would they put anything here? Yeah. And so when you have someone like, and I'm not the biggest uh, Trump fan, but when you have someone who comes out and says that they want to put America first, they'll come out and call them homophobic or transphobic or racist or like all these different labels that people that didn't like him uh, would give him. It's like one thing I will say, that was the best economy I ever lived in in my life. Yes, absolutely. Did I like the shit that he said? No. No, I don't. I wish he would shut the fuck up most of the time. True. But, like, you had a businessman in the White House who was making moves, and, dude, like, gas was cheap. I started a business under his administration. Really? And two years into the this Biden... Business? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, it had something to do with this, but it doesn't exist anymore because, like, under this new administration, I couldn't afford to do it anymore. What was the business? It was a record label. It was uh, a production house. And, like, I was doing everything by the book, and now it forced me to work like I'm doing everything out of my pocket instead of doing uh, it out of a business account. Right. Because I can't afford to do that. I was, like, it was so good. Like, I was almost to a point to where I was about to be able to, like, possibly step away from my job and actually oh, be able wow. to hire people. Like, dude, I was making some money. Yeah. And now it's, it's all dried up because ain't nobody got no money. True. Nobody. Nobody. Right. Unless you already had it. Yeah. And you possibly have less of it now. Oh, I bet you do. Right. It's crazy. Bet you do. I feel like such an asshole. And like I don't like I said, I don't like I don't really like I don't I don't think we're like truly doing politics. I think we're just shooting firing from the hip, just being real about life. Just being honest, yeah. We're just talking about life. And it's not like a Republican or Democratic thing no, to me because I'm no. neither. It's just like I'm honestly feeling the effects of both of this shit. Well, I can't give you I can't give you a political view because I have none. I have none because when I did have them, see, I had this, I had this gimmick in, I think seventh grade, I was given the task to uh, decide which political party I would be mm-hmm. based on the information given to me. And at the time, the information given to me, I thought the Republican Party was better. Mm-hmm. But as you get older and you understand that both sides are bullshit. Well, they're the same party. They're the same fucking party. Yeah. They just lie. Yeah, Everybody both of them. lies. Mm-hmm. So if we're just going to tell lies, then I don't want to follow either one of you. I'm not affiliated with either. So I don't... And I don't... I don't. And like at one point, like a couple of years ago, I would call myself a libertarian. 
but like libertarian ideals look good on paper but when you actually try to implement them into the real world they don't work right well, i like old gary johnson he was a he was a cool guy he was a, he was a g you know what i like gary johnson because of his lifestyle not because of his political status yeah like the shit that he did he was a fucking g yeah i cared not about his political st- like i said like i have no viewpoints only thing i care about is people who's going to take care of people like me and you mm-hmm. the Same. people who the people who make this place work yeah right yeah the upper echelon don't do anything. Right. They sit there and collect a fucking dollar bill off what me and you do. Mm-hmm. Correct? That's just it. So, I mean, who's taking care of us? Nobody. 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 Get fitting for yourself. I know people like in my position right now. It's like even uh, my supervisor at work. Last conversation that we had uh, earlier today, uh, me and him was talking about, like, trying to get a second <laughs> job. Oh, wow. You know? Like, something to do in the night. Yeah. Just to make a little extra. Yeah. And I get his position. He's got three kids. One of them is graduating high school this year. And so, like, I understand, like, you got college. I bet she wants to go to college. True. You know? And, uh, yeah, you got one leaving the nest, but everything's so expensive right now. Oh, yeah. They're going to be driving. You're going to get them a ride? Oh, yeah. I'm, I buy, like, birdseed for my kids. We That's don't eat nothing but birdseed. I eat steak, but they eat birdseed. That's it's what fine. you got to do. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, we're in a hell of a spot right now. We are. And it, it sucks. It and does suck, but you got to live with it. But I was told, I was told by my boss, not too long ago, that in a spot like I'm in, and he's in, and you're in, everyone's replaceable. Mm-hmm. So why do you have? You don't have to take care of those people, right? Because they don't mean shit. You can replace them tomorrow. Do you get? Do you get the same quality you had? Probably not. Mm-mm. But will the cog still turn? Yes, and that is what people like me and you don't want to hear. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it is very true. It's very true. We are replaceable. Oh, yeah, every one of us. But at the end of the day, I don't want to believe shit like that because then I, what's my life mean? What does it mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think that's like a big question, though. It's like I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't find meaning in life from what I do. No. It's just it's what I do to afford the things that I I like to do. True. Yeah. I I only work to live. I don't live to work. Yeah. So there's that. And granted, I eventually want to get to the place to where I'm doing what I love. And getting paid for it. And getting paid. Hell yeah. Then it's not work anymore. Yeah. It's really not. So, I mean, I, and like on top of that, dude, I like, I'd like to get into, like, philanthropy to where, like, I'm giving to, like, causes that I believe in. Or even like throwing the Porch Fest Festival, April fourteenth and fifteenth. I'd love for you to come, Monson and Brothers in Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, that was a nice plug. <laughs> uh, that's a totally free event. Totally free event. Right now it is. It'll remain free. Okay. I, I've, this will be the fourth time I've done a porch. What do you get from it? Just content. It's something that I get to provide for the community. And then you get yeah, you get and self that, fulfillment fulfill, fulfillment out of the deal. Yeah, I mean, because like I get tired of like. My friends in the Columbus area, and, like, all they talk about is how there's nothing ever to do. And I was like, I'll give you something to do if you'll come. Facts. <clears throat> and so, like, and then that gives me the opportunity. It's like, don't come to me and tell me that you're bored all the time and that nothing ever goes on because, like, I'm constantly trying to create things that you can yeah. be a part of that you can do. It's like I was talking to the Art Council because I thought this would be dope. It's like I'd like to start 
and I don't know what night, and I'd like to nail it down the what night. We could always do it, whether it's like a Tuesday night at 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the evening, whatever, you know, to where, like, if it's a live porch talk, and it's going to be more of a comedy, and we'll have a live audience, and then we'll have, like, the camera set up to where we'll have a live YouTube audience. But That'd like, be great. You know, the live audience can, like, chime in and be a part and kind of help drive the conversation, and, like, all we'll do is, like, that Kanye West uh, Instagram post or, like, that CNN article. Like, we'll take, like, daily things that are, that have went down maybe over the past week right? and just make fun of it. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd like to be a part of that. That'd be fun. And then I, and I think things like that kind of help people, like, no matter where you are on whatever spectrum, is like, yeah, we can all meet here and we can, we can kind of laugh at this bullshit together because yeah. it's silly. <laughs> you got to laugh to keep them crying, right? Yeah. I mean that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I just, I would love that, even if not being a part of it, just to show up to it. Yeah, and that, and once again, that that is given some, you know, something to do. Like I host the open mic at Monson's every other Thursday. Yeah. The next one is this Thursday. It's a three-hour thing. You don't have to come for the whole thing. Right. And there's probably going to be ten to fifteen different singer songwriters. Like, there's a possibility that you might find someone local that you enjoy listening to. True. Come check it out. You know, that's well worth it. Yeah. You never. And on top of that, we've got craft beer and pizza. Nice. You know. So. Uh, two of the best things in the whole world. Yeah. Right there. So all they sell is craft beer. Do they make craft beer there? <sighs> At first, we we wanted to start, and that is um, maybe in the future. Uh, if we'll have to lock down another building, and I would hope to be like the uh, the chief of that, like the guy to make like the beer. Like I would make like the perfect IPA. Oh wow! Yeah. What what would you do? What would your ingredients be if you had to say right now? Ah, uh, grapefruit. It would probably be real close to like a ghost in the machine. Oh hell yeah, pine tree shit, boy. Mm-hmm. And and it would be a double to where like. You don't need more than four. All right, them bangers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What, like a 9.9? And see, like, I would love to be able to do stuff like that, but because of the way that the economy is in now, there is no way in hell that yeah. I could have, like, I can't even I can't even afford to, like, try to look at property right now, you know? True. And almost six years ago, I could. Now here you are. Yeah, struggling. Just ripping ass over here, man. Cringing. You're cringing at me right now? No, no. I would be. You want me to get the fart mic out? Hell no. I got the fart mic right here. I am the fart mic. Oh, uh, hell. Yeah, I'm ripping. Um, so the new Belgian Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Have you tried this? Yes, I have. Would you I like have. to take a gander and rate this motherfucker? Now, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something about this for you, uh, you you beer IPA and knots out there is... Uh, what they say about IPAs and just drinking in general is like you want to start with like your lowest APV and work your way up because it'll kill your palate. Like if you drink this and go back to another one, you ain't going to get like the full zest, so to speak, right? So how do I check into a location here? How, I don't. It needs to be like an existing bar, like a Lusa Brews or. Purchase. Purchase location. Can I put my own current location? Hey, I don't know if I'd air that laundry out. No? I probably wouldn't put my personal. Okay. Yeah, you're right. 
eventually people will be like, hmm, I'd like to check his on un- his untapped. <laughs> yeah. Pull up oh, in the wow. crib. Oh, <laughs> wow. He, he drank that there. I'm going to give this. Let's try it one more. Let's try one more. I'm a fan of that one, dude. That's a four for me. Absolutely. Is that as high as it goes, five? No, it goes to five. It's definitely a four. In the can. At, we were at, I'm going to say we were at Untapped at Home Private. And flavor profile. Pinky's out for this. I don't know what that is. Let me give it a go. Hoppy? Is it hoppy? Is it juicy? I feel like it might be juicy. That's juicy. Feels juicy. Check in, baby. Oh, wow. What is this? Lecker Baksaki Kobe is Tareg. Is my shit in Russian? Or German? <laughs> what are you trying to go with this big I'm boy? I'm not sure, bud. <laughs> I'm not sure at all. Unlock so many badges. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun little app to interact with. And next thing you know, you got a couple buddies. And next thing you know, you might be meeting somewhere and having a beer with those buddies. That's cool. I want to edit and take a picture. I want to take a picture of this mother. Do you take pictures with it like this? No, I don't do any of that gay shit. No, I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm doing that, boy. <laughs> I'm giving them all that smoke, son. Oh. Well, dude, uh, we are approaching the hour mark. You want to wrap this one up and do another one? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Right on. Well, uh, anything you'd like to plug before we walk out? Um, No. I have no plugs right now. I have no coals in the fire at all. I don't have... I just have to use my resources. I have plenty of resources. I've got a couple for y'all. Of Manscaped.com. Promo code porch talk. Uh, oh, you re upped on that? I've got to check the email, so I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that I am. But if you use promo code porch talk, all one word, all one word, 20% off your total purchase. Porch talk, all one word, manscaped.com. Great products. And I truly believe in everything that they sent. April 14th and 15th, please, if you're in the Columbus area, even if you're not, make plans. Uh, to come to Porch Fest 23. I've got great, great lineup. we got crawfish on Saturday. It's going to be a great time. We'll have craft beer, pizza. If you have any questions or concerns, you can write me on social media or you can reach out to me on the Porch Talk email. Last thing, if you will subscribe to the Porch Talk YouTube channel, uh, I've got more content coming out on that. I'll be dropping some songs and also some of the video podcasts that we do. All right, Tyler, let's get ready for round two. Thank you, Bubba. Let's do this. Thank you.